in life, I think we need to see people for who they are, not just the position they hold. You know, I'm so incredibly moved by, you know, meeting people and seeing their stories and listening to their stories, because I think who you are, what you represent now is not the end of you. It's not going to be the all that you are. It's not who you even be tomorrow. So I get so pissed off and it's so irritating to see how people treat people that don't hold the grand position, not knowing that those people that hold the grand positions were once those people that didn't. It's annoying. I think like a perfect example of this is a ball boy that we have for our team. You know, this ball boy, he never um, is not only on the actual staff, but he comes from game days. And today I just was asking him questions and just wanted to know more about his story. I think for me, you know, I'm hard on myself because I, I think I should be perfect, a perfect person. God made none, but here I am. I think I should be able to interact with people every single day, talk to every single one, ask them questions about themselves, their family, how they feel, because I think that's service and I, I want to serve everybody around me. I don't care who you are from the top man to the quote unquote lowest man. I want to really know and have those connections. That's who I am. Like I'm a connections type guy. So I'm hard on myself when, you know, the days go by and I pass by somebody that I see regularly and I don't know about their life and because I think that's weird. Like I know it's a, it's a work setting or whatever, but I just think it's weird that you don't know a baseline understanding of who this person is, what drives them, their motivations, you know, where they come from, that type of thing. Because I think, you know, if you're in an organization, you're all in it together and to know the different motivations and, you know, just have a pulse for everyone around you. I don't care if you're a coach. I don't care if you're the GM. For me, it did. I never saw and see myself for the position that I hold now. I don't think if you're listening to this, you should see yourself for who you are now, the position you hold. Yes, that's your <laughs> that's your currency to them, your employer, the position you hold. But you're so much more than that. And if you have an entrepreneur mind and, and you think like builder, you, you already have this mindset anyways. Okay. How do I make more bread on the side knowing that this ain't all I am? It's the same in your traits. You only see yourself for what they say. You only see the yourself for what they think of you. And for me, it was never like that. And I never want to see or interact with people in that way as well. So that's why I'm so hard on myself when I'm not able to you know, get out of my own way and talk and, you know, relate with people. So today I'm kind of glad that I did. I, I'm always glad when I do it, but I pulled our ball boy aside, one of them. And I was just asking him regular questions. I think I've asked him questions before, but today, I don't know. I just felt the need and the urge to ask him more and more questions. And the answers I got, honestly, were, I've never heard a story like that in my life. That's one. And I asked him to share and, and come on this podcast, which hopefully he does down the line. So I don't want to share that story. But the main thing here that I got out of it was this. You literally never know what those people, what anyone around you has got through, is going through to get to where they are now. So how can you only see people in your situation for the position they hold? How can you only see them as one thing, knowing that you have no idea what they may be going through? You have no idea what they're fighting and what he showed me and told me really and even encouraged me. And it's not an encouragement to where it's like, man, he gone through a lot and he's here. He's smiling. This guy's smiling every day. He doesn't complain. He's always around the game. Like he, 
And I'm just looking and it had me thinking like, man, on a grand a macro level, I'm like, no one here knows this story. I guarantee you. And, you know, as a basketball player, for me personally, I'm not even saying this just because it's me. I never, I always say, I never, if it wasn't the truth, I wouldn't say it. I never, ever, ever saw people like that. Like our staff, our quote unquote managers. I never see them as less than because that is simply the position they hold now as a person. God made everyone. God is not a respecter of persons. You don't have more than the next man. What the next man, the traits that he has that he worked and grinded for where he's at. Okay. That should be commended. And knowing that those people, the places that you want to get, Oh, I want to be LeBron James. I want to be, it should inspire you knowing that God ain't no respecter of persons. If he gave him that, he gave me some also. And it's on me to build. And you weren't in the dark room with them, what they did with their traits, not complaining. I, I can go, on and on about that, but it's so inspiring to hear those stories from anyone. And it gave me a a better perspective and it gives me a reminder that to keep having these conversations that, you know, once you hear something from somebody else, you know, a testimony from somebody else, there's, there's negative testimonies and there's positive testimonies. I think that's a main thing and a problem with social media, where he are these negative testimonies, these negative stories, and we internalize them. And if we see any parallels, oh, he black, I'm black. Oh, he got dreads. He got dreads. Oh, he from Texas. I'm from Texas. He a basketball player that didn't make it. Oh, no. If we see any parallels, we just accept it. We allow it. And we allow those thoughts to come and come and come. And because it's a resounding negative story or resounding negative talk tape that you always see, You accept that story as yours. If you're listening to this and you're in a moment of your life where you're constantly accepting negative stories, whether it's from yourself, whether it's from your family, whether it's from your friends that says that you can't do something that you actually want to do. And you know inside of you that you actually really truly want to do it. But the evidence isn't there. All the evidence says the otherwise. The evidence says, oh, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. And they're all ganging up and telling me why I can't do it. And the spirit, the the will that you have in you is is breaking and you're going to turn and say, oh, I can't do it, too. I would say this to you. Know that you are you. And you can do it as long as you think you can. This took a whole different turn. Talking tough. This is what it is. I'm just I don't give disclaimers, but. I think for some context, if you're listening, that's what I am and this is what I do. But I think that, man, he's such, that thing inspired me so much because of not even, you know, people get inspiration from different things. Like, oh, I get inspired because they're at the top and everything they went through. But in his eyes and not even in his eyes where he's at in his story, he's not at where he wants to go. And I was still inspired because of everything he's been through and who he is now, how genuine and, you know, energetic and smile on his face, a serviceman. I'm so inspired by the traits that he has in him. I'm so inspired by who he is as a person, despite everything. I, You know, it's so, and that teaches me a lesson as well. A lot of us, if you're listening to this podcast, you think that the only way you should share your story is if you have that mega big position, the only way you, you can share your story if it's you made it yet. The only way that you can share your story is if somebody and those people around you crown you and they're saying, oh, that's a big story. Yes, that helps. That helps you gain confidence in who you are. But 
what you're going through right now, right now, you've made it this far. That story will help somebody else. If you're listening to this right now and you're trying to do great things and the way to do great things is to get yourself out there, be vulnerable, share your story, share your process, share how you're learning. Because a lot of the times, even with me, I battle this, my mind belief, you ain't really accomplished nothing yet. You ain't because I'm so hard on myself. I want to get here. I want to do this. I want to do this. This podcast is a multi-million dollar podcast. Not for me, for the impact, the message. It means more to me than anything to get this out. But you're not there yet. How can you teach other people to do that when you ain't done it? That voice says that and, and calls it in me. And I look back and in my moments of introspection and when I can write, I've gone and I've been through a lot in my life. And the fact that I'm even breathing here, it shows that prayer works. It shows that if you have the right mindset, the mentality, the will, the guts and the consistency, the discipline to do things, you can grow in the things that you're doing. A podcast that I had, I, I made a commitment, never miss a Monday. I've never missed a Monday to this day. It's going a year and a half strong. And now I'm literally interacting with people and they know, oh, you have a podcast. Oh, you have this. Oh, you have this. And it's just a different situation. I've been in rooms with, you know, people that made millions off having businesses and they've been able to pour life into me knowing that nah, what you're doing literally <laughs> the trajectory if you keep on going it'll get to this number it'll get to this level i hope i can hold on to that i can hold on to the past of going and grinding every single coach said up oh, you're a low major player up oh, you'll never play at this level up oh, you might as well take all this what i can hold on to not only me, the the family, the foundation that I had that poured into me, that the prayers over the years, I can hold on to what that did for me to have that positive mindset to know that I could act on the thoughts that I have. I don't I didn't think that I was less than I thought that I could do this because of the people that poured into me all except the way all along the way. And I know I'm fortunate, but I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to this episode right now, whatever episode, whatever it is. I just know that it all starts with a thought process that you marshal your thoughts and you literally look over your thoughts. You look at your day at the end of the day, maybe you have your moments of introspection and you say, where do I want to go? And once you really answer that question of where you want to go, you can ask yourself another question. What do I need to leave behind to get to that place? You know, I'm not there now. And because I'm not there now, what is holding me down right now? Is it a negative thoughts? Is it a negative people around you? Is it the negative things that you're watching on the daily? Is it the negative testimonies that you see? Oh, he said that. She said that. I'm accepting it. What is holding you back from always knowing and believing in yourself that I can do this? I can do this. I can do this. What's holding you back? Because like I said, it's not about the title and where you want to go. It's about now. It's about grinding in now, not seeing other people for what they are now. It's knowing that, oh, God's no respecter of persons. I know that this person has this trait. And if they really dive in deep in crying for what they want, grow, they can become whatever they want to be. I think if you're listening to this, I'm so encouraged by his story. Because it shows me that there's people out there that literally are so focused, are so locked in, but have great perspective on life. It's just so, I need, I need him to come on this podcast because I know it'll help so many people. 
I, I want to share his story so bad, but I think once I get him on this platform, he can share his story in, in ways that I wouldn't even fathom. But no, I, I, I do think that, you know, even as a basketball player, you might treat this guy. Oh, he's just a ball boy. What does he know? Or, oh, give me the ball. It's oh me, me, me. Because of the context of the job, it's like he's supposed to help you out. But <laughs> the context of life, you're supposed to help him out. You're supposed to help each other out. So how do we look out of our situations and have those real conversations with those around you. You know, I was having a conversation because I left Toronto. I love, I freaking love Toronto. The people there are so genuine. I felt like, you know, obviously beautiful people, <laughs> young bachelor like myself, had, you know, it wasn't no slim pickers. Let me say that. But really my, my favorite time, I just came back on Ulster break. I just went for a random trip to Toronto, booked an Airbnb. It was terrible. Literally, I got there. Okay, here's the real story. I I don't want to get off track because I was talking about something, but this is how I am. 16th through the 21st, I booked a hotel. Nope, I did not. I booked an Airbnb, but I got there on the 15th. We had the 15th through the 21st for our all-star break. I was going to go to Barcelona, but shout out Boso Yemese for quitting and last minute. And the team was going to pay one way. I was trying to get them to pay the Barcelona trip for me back. It was over a thousand dollars and they said, hell no. So I settled on Toronto. And so they paid my way back and I paid my way there. We played our last game in Detroit. I said, Hey, I'm going to see y'all boys later. Went to the airport, one hour flight. I'm in Toronto. So the first night on the 15th, I didn't pay for the same Airbnb for the 15th because somehow the Airbnb got like oh, over a grand more for that night. I said, are you guys stupid? Like, I'm not doing this is dumb. So I just was like, once I land, I'm just going to find a random hotel. So I went on this site called Skip Lag. This is not an ad, but that's Skip Lag. It's actually a joke. Skip Lag, they give you little points for using it and you buy like the the discounted rate hotel rooms. I found a discounted rate hotel room, the one King West. It was great, great hotel for me. And so that night I stayed there. And in the morning, you know, you're all excited. After you booked the Airbnb last minute, you looked at, you want to be, you're comfortable. You want to be, okay, let me get there. The host is a super host. And I looked at the reviews. It looked good, all this stuff. They only had four, but uh, that's foreshadowing. I think it's foreshadowing. But anyways, Four reviews, everything looked nice. And I look for an Airbnb with a view in the heart of the entertainment district, Queen Street, Lit Street, and everything. All the things were white. So it wasn't dark where they got dirty, dirty everything, dark, but they just hiding it with the pics. No, everything was white. It looked right. So, ooh, I rhymed. Everything was white. It looked right. Anyways, so after I check out of the hotel, I'm excited and I follow the instructions. I go to the Airbnb, get my keys, go up the elevator. And I unlocked the door. And when I unlocked the door, another door was open. The balcony door. I don't know why it was open. It was wide open. So that was eh, already a wrong sign. It looked good. It looked like the pictures looked like a nice place, like everything nice. But the balcony door was open and it was cold as hell there. That's flag number one. When I'm trying to close the door, the door keeps swinging open like it would not close. And it's freezing. Mind you, it's freezing in Toronto. So that was literally a flag. And so, you know, I'm just looking at the appliances and everything. It looked good, but it's one of those Airbnbs where you could tell no one lives there. And there was no like love in that hole. Like all the stuff was cheap from a lamp that shakes and toilet paper. That's one ply, one rip. If you can't even rub your nose with that because it's ripping the, the shower curtain was like one of them sheer sheets from Walmart. Like 
it was just well, it, it, it wasn't well run at all. <laughs> and then when I lay down, hmm, this is the worst part. I lay down and if you're listening to this, I'm not even kidding. A damn brick. Like the bed felt like a damn brick. I'm not one to exaggerate. I'm not kidding. A damn brick. It was better sleeping on the floor. Like I was like, huh? How dare you? Can you imagine somebody comes from the States trying to relax like, bro, a brick, huh? And so I messaged the Airbnb host and was like, told her the issue. I was super nice about it, blah, blah, blah. She was like, okay, I'll bring a mattress topper. And then later I left to shop and all this stuff. I came back and when I came back, the door was open. That's flag number 15 now because the door is swung open again means the lock doesn't work. Me, They was like, oh, oh, sorry, strong Toronto wins. I'm like, um, uh, huh? Did I, did I ask why? I just want to, it fixed. My door should not be opening over and over. Ugh. Long story short, I went to sleep on that brick. And I just got pissed because when I woke up, <laughs> the balcony door was open again and I got the hell out of there. So they had a strict policy on the rerun, the refunds. And it said I was only going to get half, which was like $800. So I was, I was pissed, but I was happy. But I just went to the luxury hotel that I had before, got a good deal, got the place, got a suite. It was nice. Long story short. God came through. I got a full refund after like disputing the whole day and this and that. Like the seller, she was nice and all this stuff, the, the Airbnb host. But there's one thing that I still haven't done that I said I was going to do. She was like begging me not to leave a bad review that means so much. But I'm like, bro, what if there's more people like me? She said, leave a good review or don't leave one at all. I want people to know the truth. I'm a snitch, whatever. Call me snitch. But I might call you up. No, I'm kidding. Anyways. Long story short, it, it just had me a lesson. I told this story because of this. It's like, there's so many things in life that we're stressed over and, you know, it will, we have a opportunity to, okay, stress, stress. You came from the States to relax and you're having this Airbnb problem. Woe is me. Yes, it's unfortunate, but if you let God handle it, he'll handle it way better than you could. With your wasting all your damn energy on <laughs> stressed and, and upset. I was just like, dang, God, you did that quick. Like the next day, oh, full refund. I was literally on all the Reddits watching every YouTube video, how to get a refund if they, and oh, should I lie and say I felt unsafe? And oh, should I, should I take pictures that and make a mess in here and say something happened? I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be honest. And God came through. I don't know. It was just a message of my faith. And then when I'm leaving another thing of faith, literally I get to the hotel or the airport late. I have a 6 a.m. flight. I get to the airport at four. I say that's late, light, but I know it's an international flight, whatever. And customs was a mess. Like it took forever. And, you know, people were cussing them out, running like I have a flight that's leaving in five minutes. They were cussing them out. They were pissed, like all this stuff. And for some reason, I was just laughing. I had a peace inside of me that like, bro, what am I stressed over? Like, <laughs> God going to take care of me. And long story short, I get to the place um, and I find a way. I talk to the guy, I give him I'm a U.S. citizen, whatever it tells me to download this app. I get on, I get to the customs finally with literally my gate was about to close in a minute and I'm sprinting to the gate, sprinting, sprinting, sprinting. Mind you. There's a couple right behind me that comes on my gate as well. They're like, okay, they were, they were mad. They were cussing people out, all this stuff. So I'm sprinting 
And I get there and obviously, not obviously, but God came through. I'm the last one there. And all the people, they're like, oh, you're the last one. Come on, come on, come on. I say this to say, faith again. If I was like those people cussing people out, mad, wasting my energy, holding back, I need to see your manager. I need to, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your, your resources. When you could be praising and thanking and grateful for the things that has happened and what he's doing, you're wasting it on this moment. Not knowing that there's things in this moment that you can't see that he has and he's engineering behind the scenes. He got me on that plane. Everything was smooth. I'm not worried about nothing else. Like, and I'm just laughing at myself. Like, imagine if I was sitting there just pissed and stressed and, oh, okay. Because you always try to control, 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 control. You can't control every situation in your life. If you're listening to this and you're in a time where you feel like you want to get somewhere, but you can't get somewhere, but you're frustrated and you're feeling this. And then you start internalizing that frustration, meaning that that means something about me. I can't do this because something's wrong with me, me, me. Not knowing that this circumstance that you're going through, you're choosing to allow those thoughts to affect who you are. Not knowing that he made you one way. (laughs) That's foundational. What you're worried about is situational. They're totally different. There's so many times that you you lead and you lead your life off this ugly truth that you're in right now <laughs> instead of the truth that's foundational all the time. <sighs> I just know that I'm grateful to learn so many lessons in, in such a couple days, couple weeks, couple weeks, couple days of this Toronto trip. But I think the main lesson I just learned today and that was just to continue and a reminder to to tap into people's stories and ask them questions and not see people for who they are now, see them for who God made them to be. You know, I don't look at the person. I don't look at what they've done, good or wrong, good or right, right or wrong. I look and I don't look at the things that I've seen. I think we're spirits. This is just a body that we're our container. I don't look at the container because it ain't oh always pretty. It's like God made them them and they got something in them. Whether you can see it or not, you ask them questions and you start revealing and learning things about people. So I'm so intrigued and I'm honestly honored to hold something like this, a podcast to where I get to do that on a daily and you guys get to see and listen to me do that. But also in my life, if you're listening, interactions are powerful. Connection is powerful. Knowing that somebody is right there with you grinding is powerful. And the more we do that and the more we interact with people around us, knowing that it's not just us going through things. That helps and that can pick you up more than you even realize. So I encourage everyone, please keep having these conversations about how you feel, what you're going through, the thoughts that roam in your head. And then solutions come, you know, because thoughts become feelings. Feelings become actions and behaviors and it affects your performance. How can we change the thoughts that we have to feel differently about not only ourselves, about our situation, have a different perspective? And then act different because of that new perspective that we have. Till the next one. Peace and love.